We are up to the Tzadik Zayin Omer Aleph, and we have uh, less than a month to go to finish the Masechta. We are up to the two dots. We're learning about the activities of an under by mitzvah, underage boy, and the Mishnah finishes off that cotton doesn't only mean underage, it can even be 20 years old. It says the Gemara, about 10 lines from the top of the page, Echad ben Teshonim, Echad ben Esrim, but Amin, we ask a question. It says clearly, Ben Esrim Shona. A 20-year-old, if he didn't reach puberty, he has to bring a raya that he is 20 years old, and he is considered a saris, which we learned before, a saris, somebody sterile, goes to a certain age, but 20 years old, and uh, didn't reach puberty, he becomes an adult. Our Mishnah calls a 20-year-old a child. It says clearly that 20 years old and you didn't reach puberty, you're an adult. But of course, he is not involved in Yibam because he can't can maintain the legacy of his brother. And the same thing by a girl, Bas Esim Shona, she reaches 20 years old, didn't reach puberty. He the proof that she's 20 years old. He is and that's what we call an Ionis, which comes from the word Ayala Ram, male Ram. So why is the mission called Machar? Says he a minor. Didn't we learn previously? A 20 years old, and you have to have telltale signs. Remember, we had we had before the signs of a saris. And we had an argument whether you need all the signs, you know, that, that say, you know, a feminine voice and all that, and, and the way his urine goes, all the signs, or just even one of the signs. But the point is, when is a 20 year old is an adult, if they don't have puberty, only if he has the signs of a saris. Our mission is talking about a 20-year-old, but no signs. And there's no signs if he's still a minor. Omar of Aprutu, they can now meet, says right here in this um, place, says here, the Tony will who has sodis, and he happens to be a sodis. In other words, the signs. Shmamina says the Gemara of Achille, no little Simon is sodis. What about a, a, a someone who has the nary puberty but doesn't have the, the vital signs of a sodis? So when are you considered a minor? A kama. Tony of Achille, ad Reib Shneisa, till you reach the age of 35 and a bit. He also comes to Rabbah when they used to come before Rabbah to test to see whether they're considered sterile or not. So eat kochosh if they were anorexic. Amalie would say, Zilavriu, go eat something and and uh, and let's see then, because it seemed that anorexia or extremely thin causes also that they should not have reached puberty. Be body if they're extremely, if they're extremely um, obese. Amalie would tell them, Zilachriu, go on a diet, because the honey simonin, sometimes these signs, the signs of being a sorry, sometimes do not appear if, um, if, if, if you know, depending on your uh, physiological build. Sometimes they fall because you're too skinny, sometimes they fall out because you're too uh, heavy. So, therefore, let's see what happens when you uh, reach, when you reach your, you know, your normal weight, and then we can determine who you are. Says the Gemara. Um, can I just <clears> ask? <throat> You said that yeah. the Rav Shnosov means 70 years, uh, I mean, yeah. 35. Is that because it says... Um, uh, saying like, to Bam oh, right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, so he would tell them that sometimes the reason why you, don't, you didn't reach puberty, you don't have the signs of puberty, is because of your weight. Interesting. We're up to now the next page. We learned before already... Let's say your father goes ahead. <clears throat> um, well, let's say you, if you rape somebody, you seduce somebody. Now, normally, if you marry a woman, you're not allowed to have anything to do with her children. 
your stepdaughter, your stepgranddaughter. But if you rape somebody, then her children are not forbidden to you. So you're allowed to marry her, you know, her immediate relatives. And her oin is my father al But let's say if you have a married, if you're married to a woman and you then uh, rape or seduce her daughter, even though it's not marriage, that is forbidden. No, you say other manusus avim afutus avim. You're not allowed to marry your father's ex-wife, but you're allowed to marry your father's ex-victims. And Lucius Bernard, your father's allowed to marry the, the victims of his son. Abuda disagrees when it comes to your father. He says that you come to your father's victims, even though they weren't his you know, legal wife, still forbidden for you, as we have a possibility where he had before. Taking about Tanila, we learned, we learned, Anis, Isha, Muta, Lisa, Bitam. If you, um, let's say, Force yourself on a woman, you're allowed to marry your daughter, Nasa Isha. But if you married a woman, also Lisa Bittina, and marry your daughter. But I mean, let me ask you a question. So our Mishnah says clearly, you can go ahead and marry the daughter, let's say, of your victim. It says clearly, we learned, Hanitan, if let's say there is a rumor, we had this also given before, Hanitan, many Isha, there's a rumor about abounding that you had. Um, uh, either you seduced or you or you raped this woman. Also, it's forbidden. You're not allowed to have anything to do with the daughter. So how can I Mishnah say you're allowed to? Says the The previous this particular Bryce is telling Midrabbanon. Matayri, you're allowed to. Let's say you seduced a woman, you're allowed to marry her daughter. But Midrabbanon, you're not allowed to. Says the Midrabbanon, you're allowed to. How can I Mishnah say the Chatchil you can? But Chalechi Kizur Midrabbanon Tani Noisi the Chatchil. I Mishnah Noisi the Chatchil. You can go ahead and marry. How? When it's Midrabbanon's asset. While that, that, that victim is still alive, you know, I married daughter Midrabon. The victim passed away, you know, the one you should pass away, then the Khatkhila, even Midrabon, you're allowed to marry your daughter. Then you're allowed to. Says the Gemara, we know how Nemili, how do you know this? It's not a Bobby Lurch. We call on Nemar Shriva, we can Nemar Kicha. By all the arroyas, it says, Shiba, you're not allowed to, um, you know, not have relations with her. But over here, when it talks about Anusa, it says, it says, Kicha. It says, Kicha, you're not allowed to take. Why will tell you, Derech Kicha, Derech with a Lekuchin, Osra Trader. When is it forbidden? Only if you took her in the normal way of, uh, of Lekuchin. But if you didn't take a Lekuchin, no, it wasn't through marriage, it was only through Anusa, there's no, there's no problem whatsoever. <clears throat> There's no problem. <clears throat> All right, it says it says about a emo bitter there. It says the word like sikach. Now, when's an usher? Only if you married her. Following the logic, whenever it says likach, it means only through marriage. So when it comes to the issue of incest, see it says ish asher yikach es achoyz. Also, the word yikach. The person takes his sister, bas avi bas sima, the daughter of his father, mother. Hachinami, according to you, to only be usher incest. Dera kichudas only if you do for marriage. Dera shchivas shadi, but time to have relations is permitted. Following your logic, Amalei he says to him, no. So Abayi said to the proper likuchin ksiva b'tayda. Stop. The Torah says the word lekuchin. Lekuchin is a very powerful word. Haro lekicha kicha. If it could be talking about marriage, for example, a woman and her daughter, there could be talking about marriage. So it's telling you when is it also to to live with her daughter? Only if you married her mother. So it's a lekuchin there. But haro l'shchiva shchiva. But by a sister, it can't be marriage. So therefore, you can't marry a sister. So therefore, it must be talking about even just having a, um, a relations. Rav Amar Rav says. 
on this isha i hold you say that the whole mockery is from the word because it says kicha which means by a mother and a daughter only if it's through marriage but if it's let's say uh, let's say if she was your victim the mother the allowed to marry your daughter i have another source for it you force yourself on a woman. You're allowed to marry your daughter. I have another basis for it altogether. And that is, what do you call it? says, the era of, of the daughter of your son, the daughter of your daughter. You shouldn't reveal, but the daughter of, let's say, of your wife's son. No, not your son. The daughter of your wife's daughter. Gala, you could reveal. Uksi Barosa says, Ervas Ishabita Lysigala. Then another Pasik says, but the erva of a woman and her daughter knows not, not even if, it, if even if it's not your daughter, but her daughter, Lysigala, as Baz Balba Vila Sikah. No, it's a state of the Tupsukim. Okay, so how do you recognize the Tupsukim? So I'll tell you how. Kan but ain't the Kan Benasun. If you marry her, then her daughter is forbidden. If it's only through um, forcing yourself upon her, the daughter permitted. Says your mother, Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe your own daughter, your, your uh, maybe your own daughter. Uh, sorry, maybe your married wife's daughter. You're allowed to, and if you force yourself, you're not allowed to. And Tracy asks, what possible logic could even be in that? And the logic is that maybe he did a sin. Because he did a sin with the mother, he should also be forbidden for the daughter. In the case when you marry the mother, it's legal. Maybe the daughter is permitted. Her daughter permitted. So my answer is Arayish says over time relative. And so it's only a relative if you marry the mother. But by Oinsin, there is no there is no relations. <clears throat> so Abuda says it's forbidden if you if you force yourself on somebody, it's forbidden. My time, what's the Raja Rabbiuda? Why does he say that even if you force yourself, it's forbidden? Because it says the possible ish as of it, you should not take your your your, your father's wife. Then it's like another law that do not reveal the intimate part of your father. Um or the intimate parts uh, with, with your father. A woman that that had relations with your father, don't reveal. So therefore, we're going to say that's that's so much somebody else. Who's that? Someone that your father didn't marry, but rather a victim. How do we know that it's talking about Anusa? It says in the in the in the pasuk uh, before that, if somebody seduced a woman and so on and so forth, that girl, he has to pay a penalty. So we're talking about a woman that is not your wife. And then the following psukim, it talks about. Um, what do you call it? It says that you should not take the ages of your father. The following passage says, do not take your father's wife and do not reveal it. So therefore, obviously, the is a continuation of the previous parsha, talking about a woman that you seduced or you force yourself on. But Rabban and Rabban, it's a very good point, you're smuchin. And Rabban said, even though there's no smuchin, the rest of the Torah and Chumash to there is. So of course, Rabban should agree with that. Rabban, if it was Mamish, Next to each other, you're right. Kedamet hashtag lesamet in between the previous parsha and the words legalik knap aviv. It says leikach ish es eshes aviv. It brings in another part. You shouldn't take the wife of your of your of your father. So therefore, it's not smuchin anymore. That smuchin means mamish in proximity to each other. Not that there's anything else in between. So what does he do with this pasuk? What does it mean legalik knap aviv? Then the boy that rabban and if rabban and damer rabban no amish bol b'shemet she amish lovim that we're talking about a woman who is your father's sister-in-law and your father's brother passed away childless and now your father has to marry sister-in-law and she's not allowed to marry a stranger so you're not allowed to marry and the son's not allowed to marry either. My knap aviv knap aroul aviv somebody that's suitable for your father your your father's sister-in-law your uncle's wife legalik says what is your uncle's wife 
forget the reason why you're not allowed to, not because it's your father's uh, sister-in-law, is because it's your uncle's wife. But table Mishra, the dog does, it's your uncle's wife, and that's forbidden in the tale as well. So you want to answer, you're right. Laver, Allah, Bishnei Laver. In this instance, you're over two of Vedas. So you know, the third problem. But table Mishra, Shuk. Forget about being a relative of a woman who's waiting to marry a brother who's not going to marry any stranger, any foreigner, and there's a lab there. So what do I need to add uh, that, that, that your father is, you know, sister-in-law in waiting? Lab to tell you, let's say your father died. After your father died, there's no longer the Easter of Yibam Lashuk because there's no, there's no Yibam anymore. The father died. Still forbidden to you. Um, because this is a kind of this was a kind of a role of it, even though today it isn't, and therefore you get two love. You get and you get the love of an ant and the love of a role um, of it. Now the next gemara is very puzzling, and it's a it's a set of riddles. And Rashi says the top Rashi Mishol is saying these are riddles and people used to say it. So why the gemara would spend time telling these riddles, you know, familiar riddles. Not clear, but Tosa says, and I'm not sure exactly what even what it means. The top Tosa on the page says, um, These stories don't teach you anything. To answer the Tzdukim. Where does Tzdukim come into it? It's not nothing to do with the Torah or anything else. It's as if Tosa seems to be saying that every time we had a problem, they used to throw in all these red herrings. They used to taunt the Rabbonim. They used to make fun of them and show that they're smarter than them and asking these riddles. And it was part of the debate. They didn't just go and talk and learning. They would, you know, taunt them. And therefore, this is to sharpen our minds. So this is to uh, make sure that we're ready and prepared. We don't get caught off guard. So people shouldn't mock us. Say, hey, you know what we're talking about. Interesting what Tesis was truly has looking. I looked around, no one talks about it. But interesting, it's clear what Tesis there. It wasn't just debating in learning. Okay, let's have a couple over here. And I'm not very good could at it, this here. These could it be that according to, uh, according to Rashi's shot, when Ravina and Ravashi recorded the Gemara, they put everything down because people were forgetting the discussions from the yeshivas. Maybe they wanted to record also. This is Azoy Flegman Zogn, Azoy Flegman Rednim Beis Medrash. You know, this is part of the okay, recording. Look at the riddles and you tell me if you still say that when we finish. Okay. <laughs> okay. I forgot from last time we learned. Yeah, yeah. well, <clears throat> let's go through it. it. I'm not very good at these family. You need a picture to see, you know, the family charts. But um, this woman says, that um that you are my brother we share a common father paternal brother and not a maternal brother and but my brother is also the husband of my mother and i am uh, his wife's daughter who is this how is that possible um, um the mother says Omar, so so uh, so what happened? Omar said. So this is what happened. That there was a, let's say uh, Ruvain um, was Ma'anas a woman. Ruven and this girl uh, were um, what do you call? Ruven forced himself on a woman, and and uh, what do you call? And he had uh, um, what do you call? Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's say um, a, a daughter. Uh, Rachel, and and then uh, <coughs> uh, what do you call? It? Let's say Reuben's son. Then when uh, so Reuben's son now, so Reuben has another son. So the son and and that daughter Rachel are are siblings, paternal, not maternal. Then Reuben's son goes ahead and and marries uh, the woman that was forced upon by his father. 
So now he and this girl are brother and sister. This girl's mother is a, also happens to be Reuben's wife. It's not Reuben's daughter. It's Reuben's wife's daughter. But it's not followed up Yehuda because Yehuda holds that you're not allowed to marry the woman that your father forced yourself upon. That's case number one. Okay, case number two. Uh, this is my brother, Ubriu, he's also my son. This boy over here is my brother, my son, and because he's my brother, I'm a sister. Uh, the height, and because he's my son, I carry him on my shoulder. How can it be that, his, that her brother is her son? I mean, that's very simple. Interestingly, Mara couldn't imagine that a Yid would have a relationship with his own daughter. So a guy who had relations with his own daughter, so therefore the her son is her brother because they have the same father. Next one, Shalom Lecham Brib. Shalom to you, my son. Bas Achasek Ano. I am your sister's daughter. How's that possible? Same logic. Can't be you. He would never do this. This is a guy who had relations with his granddaughter. So we have a relationship with his granddaughter, um, and what do you call it? And they had a, a boy. So this boy is um, is um, what do you call it? This boy is the is is the what do you call it? the son? Um, uh, is, is the son of this woman, and also sisters. Uh, it's also her because they share the same father, it's also her sister's daughter. Mother, she's the mother of this girl, so it's so her sister's daughter. Another one. The lav, the daloi, the dalu, davla, Rashi says it means he's talking to the people who draw water, whatever that the water carriers. Otesa says it, it's a euphemism for people who like to talk about riddles and enjoy the depths of wisdom. They're always trying to bring out, you know, chachba. So he says here, I want to throw at you some secret things, cryptic things. I want you to come out there and be able to tell me what it means. That this little baby that I'm carrying, who bar is, is my son, and I am also his brother's daughter. I'm, the, I'm his mother, but I'm also his niece. How is that possible? again. That um, who had um, who had uh, um, relations with his um, the daughter of his son, and 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 had a son. So therefore, that boy is the um, is first of all. <coughs> so so therefore, she's the mother of that boy, and. The, uh, also, because she's the granddaughter, the granddaughter is talking. He's the mother of that boy because it's her son, but she's also the daughter of the boy's brother because this is the grandfather. Then the next one, Baya Baya, they, they. Uh, here's another case. Ma'och, that Ma'och from my brother, who's my father, my brother's my father, who Bao, he's also my husband, who Bar he's the son of my husband. And who uh, the aim, and he's my mother's husband, and I'm the son of his wife, which is a bit repetitive. What's going on here? And the terrible thing is, we're so related and so mixed up together. He doesn't give any bread to his uh, to his brothers. Why you same him? 
his grandchildren, his daughter, his daughter's children. What is going on here? Again, Mishkach is can't be by Eden. Eden don't do any such things. The guy had relations with his mother and the So he had a daughter, which is his sister, right? Because he shared the same mother. So he had a daughter, which is his sister, but it's also his daughter. And the Then this guy had relations with that daughter. So now this, the, 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 uh, her brother is a son-in-law, and, and and therefore becomes the, it becomes also. Um, so sorry, sorry. So this daughter now, her husband, her brother, uh, her daughter, her brother, her son, same person, is now her husband because this son brother is living with her. So now is the husband, and then the chazazok, and then the the the, the zayde bola decides to have a relationship with her as well. Vahaylim had children. Um, so therefore, um, so each one of them can say that it's either my, my that my it's my grandfather who's my father and my and my and my mother's husband and the brother can say and to the brother he says you know you're my husband you're my brother you're my son. Confusing. Another one is Anova at Achi. We're both uh, you and I are, are brother and sister. Anova Avu Achi. I and your father are siblings. And Anova Imachachi. I and your mother are siblings. How is that? Had relations with his mother. This guy had relations with his mother, and he had two daughters. So these two daughters are his sisters, are his sisters as well as his daughters. The had relations with one of his sister's daughter and had a son. So um, so this son now, um, what do you call? And then the Kajale. And, um, and and now the ima, so after ima, the aunt of this son, who happens to be the sister of his mother, the daughter of his father and her sister, they come to the hachi. Says that because I'm your sister, I'm your father's sister, and I'm your mother's sister. Um, another in, in, another last one. Another at bnei achi, that you and I are bnei achi. We are the children of two brothers. I and your father, the children of two brothers. And I and your mother, the children of two mothers. How um, so that you don't have to say talking about a guy, you could be talking about a, in, a, in a legitimate way, and therefore could be talking about Eden. You talk about it in a legitimate way. You're going, for example, Reuben has two daughters, Reuben has two daughters, Shimon, and, um, and Shimon, Reuben's brother, Shimon. Shimon came along. So there were, there were three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Levi. And Reuben had two daughters, Leah and Rachel. Shimon married Leah. And also Bar Levi, and Levi's son went ahead and married Rachel. And also married Rachel. The son of Shimon is saying to Bar Levi, to the grandson of Levi. And they said those things there, that we are related, we have we share common bro two brothers and two, two mothers of our sisters, and so on and so forth. Okay, now going back to Rashi and Tesis. I guess Rashi, you can say people just talking about these things. Stop. I guess you go to these Mishnahi, but Pefing, Mr. Mishab is asking these riddles. But Tzdukim, difficult to understand why Tzdukim would bring this up other than to mock the Rabboni and get them confused so that they can have a debate and be and have leverage over them. I mean, what else can you learn? How else can you learn it? According to Tesis, who says it's the Tzdukim, 
So it's easy to understand why the Gemara keeps saying this is by a goy, this is by a nochri, because it, that's who's asking. <laughs> but look at my Yidin. They're Yidin. They just don't believe in Torah Shabbat Peh. So where does this come in? It's like throwing a spanner, you know, getting them off guard, throwing them questions that they can't really answer. And once they're really on the back foot, talk to them about Sri Salim or talk to them about anything else. And you sort of, you know, you rile them up. That's basically what it is. You're riling them up. So would it be? Maybe it's just a break from all the complexities that we've gone through. <laughs> Let me just tell you, the Stukim had no time for the Pharisees. They were not friends. There was such an amassi and acrimony between the two, if you read your history, that it's, a, you know, if Vanessa even had debates and learning, they were not friends. <laughs> they had no genial conversations. Anyway, let's continue. Mishnah. Now, we learned before already, a Geshe, the guy, it looked a little bit like Rabbi Yechner disagreed with this concept, but we accepted the unanimous that Geshe, the guy, Kachinerudami, that two brothers, technically, are no longer brothers, a brother and a sister, technically, can marry each other. It's only going to have a Morris and Henry that we don't want them to say you went from a, from a Khumra to a, to a Kula. We don't want you to say, ah, as a guy, you couldn't marry your sister, now as a Yid, you can't, so therefore we don't allow that. Another very important thing is, about going in the notion thing as paternal lineage, because we don't know who the father really is, only the, you know the mother. But also we say that if the, the the mother conceived, if the mother conceived while ago and they they converted, so she gave birth to this child as a yid, that child is considered uh, Jewish as far as the mother is concerned, but she still does not have a father because the only relationship the father had to the mother is the time of conception. At the time of conception, they were going. So first of all, now that they converted, the father converted, he's no longer father. And, uh, but the mother converted before she, um, she gave birth. So therefore she was already yid when she gave birth, I guess part, uh, part of the birth. And uh, the father also, the Zerah, we don't know who the Zerah, we don't recognize the Zerah. So if the mother conceived while a goy and then gave birth while a yid, this kid has no father, but has a mother. So if he has another brother later on, it, they don't share a common father. So any of the laws that come to have to do with the father, they don't share. In other words, this child, the first child won't yashin his father, because it's not his father. The second child who's, who is conceived as a yid, born as a yid, a full-fledged yid, has a father. But on the other hand, they are still brothers, but they share a common mother, which will tell us regarding the laws of Yibam, that if you know one of them, if, if one of them dies, the other brother has no mitzvah of Yibam, in fact, it's forbidden. Now that he's a yid, forbidden to marry his brother's wife. But uh, why? Because they share the same brother. So as, a, as far as the mother's concerned, they're brothers. As far as the father's concerned, when it comes to the evil, they're not brothers. Okay, just bear that in mind. The children have no mitz of evil whatsoever because they're not brothers. Afilu. Then he says, the afilu, we'll discuss anymore what the afilu is. Even if even if the conception was as a goy, but was born as a yid, even though it was born as a yid, and the other one was a yid. So you might think that maybe they're considered siblings, because maternally they are siblings. Nevertheless, other brother was born, conceived and born as a yid. No, they're not brothers as far as the father's concerned. The same rule applies, the same rule applies to a maid who was freed with her children. Says the Gemara, Amsa, interesting name for a woman. So this is like, like Yudin. B'nai Yudin Amsa, there was this maid, a Shifka Kananis, whose name was Yudin. Ishtachar, she was uh, freed, set free. So she now became a full-fledged, she converted properly. 
Shoralu Rab Akaba Yaqab the Minsiv Noshid the Hadadi. So Rabbi Yaqab <clears throat> allowed that her children, the children of this Yudan Amsa, her children, who were uh, Gayim as well, he allowed them to marry each other's wives because he says they're not brothers, they're not siblings, not related. If you're not related and the other person died, why can't I marry that woman? We have no rules. I'm my brother's wife, we're not brothers. Um, <clears throat> so he, he says there's no relationship whatsoever because Gayish and Sky can come to know them. Amalei Rava says Rava to Rabbi Chava Yaakov, but Rav Sheish is also Rav Sheish clearly says forbidden. Amalei, he said to him, so I'm surprised. Who also? Anashalina. He says it's forbidden, but I said permitted. Says the Gemara, mean of the loy mina aim. If let's say that they were brothers from the father and not from the mother, everyone, there's no argument, the shoddy, that it's permitted. Because they don't really have a father. Mina aim the mina of. Let's say that they only have a common mother and different fathers as goyim. Everybody have a common mother, even though they were they were all goyim. They converted together, but they have the same mother, not the same father. No, but if they only had the same father, not the same mother, and they all converted, there's nothing to talk about because it's permitted. If they had the same mother and not the same father, is worse, and then it is forbidden. You know why? Because people will see, then they grew up as Eden, people will see that they marry each other's wives and think, ah, that if they're two brothers from the same mother, you're allowed to marry each other's wives. They'll think, oh, maybe brothers of the same father, the Zibum, whatever, but if the brother's the same mother, you're allowed to marry your brother's wife once your brother passes away. A mistake can arise. Keep pleagy when do they argue, mina over mina, when they share both the same father and the same mother. And this is the argument. Man, the one who says that you're allowed to boss at Abba People always say, you know, the Kong, this is a Max's son or whatever. They always go after the father. So if nobody knows about the mother or talks about the mother, they don't even know it's the same mother. They all, know, all they know is that it's the same father. And therefore, a mistake is not going to rise and say, oh, you're allowed to marry your brothers. Everyone knows the Mitzvah Yibun. No mistake will happen. They all call him the son of that, of that father. And therefore, nobody's going to think that they have the same mother. And they all know that, that the Gadim and Gadim don't have fathers. Why? Because we assume um, every, we assume every Goyesha woman is a Zaina and she, she um, had many husbands. And therefore, who knows who the father is? And just because ostensibly people think it's the same father, everyone right away assumes, ah, it was a guy when they were born. Never, never the same father. So nobody's going to make a mistake and say, oh, if we allow, permitted, that these two brothers to marry each other wives, that Bayini could do the same thing. Because different fathers, even though they say it's the same father, we don't believe it. But Rav Sheish is called Nami B'nai Plain. Rav Sheish says some people call them, go after their mother's name. Oh, that's um, that's Esther's children or something like that. And therefore, people will know by a woman, they know it's the same mother because you, you carried it. And therefore, people say, ah, so brothers are allowed to marry each other. Maybe even also brothers are allowed to marry each other's wives once, they, once the brother died. <clears throat> that's a problem. That's one version. Others say, even brothers and mother, they argue... They argue whether you're allowed to marry each other and why. The one who says it's forbidden because people will make a mistake if you buy it. Well, my time, what's the reason why it's permitted? Because um, again, that converts is like a brand new, brand new born, they're not related. So there's no reason to make a We don't make Xeris, we're not related. But okay, tonight in our mission, it says clearly, a convert who children converted with her. And there's no laws of chalitza, no longer they're not related. My timer, it sounds to the mission, the mission they're not allowed to marry each other's 
My time, Lama Shunasida. It sounds in the mission that there's no mitzvah, you're not allowed to marry each other. In other words, even though they're, they're, they're not correlated, because we're worried that people will, will make a mistake and think that you know, seek to do the same thing. So we see the Chayyab Shesh is right. So Moses says, Rabach, 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 because of no mitzvah yibam, they're not related. So they can marry. The chiddush of the mission is that she's permitted to marry anybody she wants, including her brother, but anybody. And the inu namishah is also permitted to each other. Says the Gemara, Vokhtani, the mission says, Afilu. The mission says, and a chiddush, even if it was, it was born as a yid, one of them, another one was conceived and born as a yid, still there's no mitzvah yibam. What's the even? If the mission is trying to tell you that not only there's no mitzvah yibam, but they're not allowed to marry each other because of some relation to them. And nevertheless, the, the mission trying to tell you that there is no relation of Yibam, but it's but it's forbidden. Why it's forbidden? Because it's your brother's wife, and the there's no mitzvah Yibam, but it's still your brother's wife. Is That's what it says. Even if one of them was completely born Jewish, and the other one was only was only uh, born but not conceived Jewish, so the is like they had two different mothers. Not like in the case where they're both born as goyim. They had like two different mothers. The first one was conceived as a goyim. And then and therefore the, the second one was complete, was conceived as a yid. So the khaira, this woman is two different people. The, the mother of this child is not the mother of this child because this is a, conceived as a guy, conceived as a yid. So you would have thought in this case, definitely they're not related, and there's no mitzvah yid. So the Mishnah, no, they're still awesome. That's a big chiddush. It's also, I understand. That they're not related and totally mutter. My afilu, then what's the what's the afilu? The whole Kiddush should tell you that they're permitted to marry anybody they want, and there's no mitzvah yibum. What do you mean? I feel on the contrary. This is a this is a rapashut. Like two mothers, if they, if they were both born as goyim, get okay, very similar, and therefore, and the Kiddush mission is there's, there's no relation. They can marry anybody they want. But then what's that feel if one of them was conceived as a goyim, one of them conceived as a yid? Of course, then there's they're, they're no relation in that case there. So what's that feel? Simon <clears throat> uh, says, I'll tell you what. The Afagad, the Tavai, the Dosa, the Dusha, no, that Philo makes sense. Because even though one of them is conceived as a guy, but they were both born as Eden, and this is Mamish Eden, you would have thought, ah, they're both born as Eden, they're Mamish related, and therefore they, sh they, they, they should be a mitzvah even maybe. But even though there's no mitzvah even, but people will look at it, people will see they both, this was born in the mother's Eden already, and they don't understand the nuances when they were conceived. So mistakes can arise. If we're going to allow them to marry each other's sister, then, um, then mistakes will arise. And the Chidush is, no, they're not related. She can marry anybody she wants, including your brother. So, in fact, Ikadam, another version, the other version of this of this discussion is, in fact, from the Mishnah Zarayat that it's permitted. In fact, it makes sense. That what that is not only that that there's no, there's no mitzvah yibum, but they're permitted to marry anybody they want, including the brother. They're not related. The Shari Mishnah feel even. That want that the Kiddush and Mishnah is his command, there's no relation, she can marry anybody she wants, including brother-in-law. Even though they were, they were both born as Eden, so people can make a mistake. If we're going to allow them, allow her to marry anybody she wants, or even a brother-in-law, maybe Eden can do the same thing. both born as Eden. It's very possible, it's plausible that people will mix up between them and Eden. I feel like it's for a minute. Okay. Eliyamid, I see, tell me why they're not allowed to marry each other. Then what's the afilu? On the contrary, there's more grounds to say that they're not allowed, that they're, they're so different from each other. This is born conceived as a goy, conceived as a yid. Then there's, then there's two different things. What do you mean afilu? 
So, so Gemara says, no, what he's trying to say is that even though that uh, Rav Sheish was defending some say that even though they look like two different uh, uh, mothers and therefore it should be permitted, I feel like nevertheless, it is us to marry. So each one defends themselves and learns the mission the way they want to learn the mission. Says Gemara Tashma, come in here. Um, there were two brothers who were twins. The fact that they were uh, twins, and not just fraternal twins, maternal twins, they looked alike, identical twins, gave him. So here, in this case, not only everyone realizes they have the same mother, because we all know that, but they also realize they have the same father, because they look identical. The Chay, and, and the Gemara Nita says that twins come from the father's uh, chromosomes. The Chay, so therefore, definitely, it, if, if we know that's the same father. Chay, in the same case, is by the case of Shukhrari, there's no chalitza, there's no yibum there, why? Because they were kaidim, and therefore they're not related. And um, even after they, they, they converted, um, they, you know, they married, whatever it is, you're allowed to marry each other, right? You're not related, because geisha is guy, you can't know them. Right? There's no familiar relations here. What about hoisa, hoiras, and shalab, because you conceive these twins as a goy, but they lay dosim, because they were born as a yid, Again, no chalitza, no yibum. Why? Because they're not related. They're chayiv if they marry each other's wife. After the other one died, they're marrying the brother's wife. They were marrying the brother's wife. So it says clearly here that you're not allowed to. It's a, it's a proof to Rav Sheish is a question of Yaakov. They were conceived and born as a yid, even though originally the parents were going. There's no question. I think it's in the whole of the brain. The we learned, however, uh, it says um, in the first case, um, was an, um, uh, what is it? In the first case, where it says that they were gaydim and then they became yidin. They're, they're not chayiv because of Aisha's ach. If they live with each other's wife, they're not chayiv. Mashma, uh, there's no chayiv. But it sounds like now. In if the Hayras, if they were both conceived with Al Kedusha, but they're born the Kedusha, we learned before you can not allow to marry each other's wife because you have a common mother. And if you have a common mother, they're 100 percent they're related to each other. Remember, if she was conceived and born as a yid, he conceived as a goy, the fact is that the mother is the same. They are brothers, they're not allowed to just there's no there's no father, no mitzvibum. But, but what about in the first case? The first case is they were all born as goyim, and then they all converted. They're not related to each other. And it says over there that if they marry each other's wife, there's no chiv. Sounds like there's no chiv, but they shouldn't do it. Isn't that a proof to Rav that there's still Nisa here? Says he, no. Rav Sheshe will defend himself. Who had that feeling for Nami And Rav will say, no. Not only there's no chiv, there's no Isa as well. The Chathila allowed to marry two brothers who, who both converted. They're allowed to marry each other's wives. Uh, if the other brother dies. So why does he use the word, there's no chiv, say big there's no isa, uh, uh, you should say there's no isa. Because in the next case, where they were born as Jewish, uh, is, it's forbidden. Uh, and there we have to use the word chayovin, that there's an adera here, because you both have a Yiddish mother, and you're both born as Yidin from the mother. Is Different the also, it says they're not chayv, use the same word. But really, not only not high, there's no Easter as well.